Hey guys, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Rachel. And you're listening to Sisters Spooked, the podcast where two sisters talk about all the creepy things. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a scary story, suggestions for an episode, or anything really, please email us at sisterspooked at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at sisters underscore spooked. And we also have a secret Facebook group, Sisters Spooked Secret Group. Our website is sisterspooked.com, where you'll be able to find our blog and much more. We're so excited to have you. It's time to get spooky. Sister Spooked contains graphic and explicit content. We recommend to listen at your discretion, but we hope you stay for the show. Thanks for listening. So I'm just going to warn you right now, my food just got here, so I'm definitely going to be eating. (laughs) I'm eating right now. So sorry to all the people who have to hear this, like, mukbang now. (laughs) (laughs) Mukbang. Wow, I like how you can eat, but I can't eat. Listen. The hypocrisy. (laughs) Truly astounding. (laughs) Damn it, Juan. Ooh, he done spooked you. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he done you a spooking. Did she get scared? No, you scared the shit out of me. And she goes, and she goes, you got a spooking. <laughs> oh my god, that was scary. I hope you were cut that. You made me spill ranch on me. Oh my god, it's the end of the world. Did you get pizza? No, we got this place called Wrigley Barbecue, and I got pulled pork and fried pickles. Oh, so the ranch is for fried pickles? And the sandwich. You're going to put ranch on on pork, on pulled pork? Yep. Mm. (laughs) I mean, honestly, though, what can't you put ranch on is the better question. Um, All right, Whitey. And I... Have a nice glass of tea that I spilled all over the floor. Uh, so that was fun to clean up. I have a Smirnoff ice screwdriver. Ew. <laughs> it tastes good. What are you talking about? I remember when it I was. It tastes like tangerine. Hmm? I said, I remember when I was in college. Just you kidding. don't like Smirnoff ice? It tastes so I- good. I used to, but not anymore. It's just like a very sweet, sugary drink now. I love that. You won't when you turn 26 years old and have hangovers that last for four days. Um, I'm drinking a Smirnoff ice. I'm not freaking downing a 80 proof shot of vodka or whatever the (laughs) fuck is 80 proof. True. I think it'd probably take all six of these to get me, like, drunk. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> well, I guess after we talk about our lives or whatever, I should probably go first because because of the nature of who I did, I'm going to probably have more background than you do on voodoo. 
Okay. I did a little background as well because my case was much shorter than I thought it was going to be because for some reason, like, I was thinking of the girl that I was doing for my case, but the person I actually was, like, thinking of actually doing was, um, uh, what's her name? Madame LaLaurie. Not, oh. not Marie Laveau. Oh. But either way, it doesn't matter. I do fully anticipate on having another episode where we have uh, Madame LaLaurie as one of I our I was going to say, like, when I was researching this, I was like, I don't know how she's expecting, like, one... Rosie? Get out of there. <laughs> you know what she did today? What? She helped herself into the trash can. Oh, no. <laughs> she... Well, she's been doing that, like... She's starting to piss me off. I had some fries left over from Chili's. Well, they were Jacob's fries, but I reheated them. And I left them on the plate in my room. I went to take Mama outside. Left Rosie in here. Big mistake. (laughs) I came back, and I saw her frantically scarfing down my fries. And I was like, (gasps) Rosie! Oh, no. And then today... She gets up on her hind legs, puts her paws on the trash can, and sticks her whole head into the trash can, like the <laughs> living room trash can. And I was like, right in front of my own eyes, you are doing this. Are it's you joking? Hilarious. <laughs> she's such a menace. Aww, what are you but doing? She's so cute. I think it's hilarious because every single picture you take of her, her eyes are just so wide, like she has no clue what's going on. Yeah, that Stephanie, when I tell you this is the dumbest dog I've ever met, I'm not lying. We all agree. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, there's nothing going on behind her head. Like, there's nothing. No thoughts. Head empty. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. You should call. You should call this episode "No Thoughts, Head Empty." <laughs> For real. Um, where did my fork and knife go? First of all. Maybe I dropped it when I dropped the water. I don't know where it is. Whatever. Um, So, excuse me. This weekend, on Sunday, I'm driving to Kaylee's, see her new place, and then meet the puppies. Well, I've already met Chewy, but to meet Tiberius. Uh, Wait, she got a a new puppy? Yeah, she got, they got a new puppy. He's, they've had him for like a, I want to say like two months now, but. They named him Tiberius, and he's half German Shepherd, half Husky. Oh, wow. He's so cute. And so I was, like, trying to coordinate going to her house when I was already going to go to the Iowa location where my customer is. And so I have to go to my customer on Monday and Tuesday, so I'm just going to stay with her on Sunday. Um and do the things and then Monday I'm driving two hours south to get to my customer at like six in the morning (laughs) so oh my god that should be interesting when I went there last February um when I was driving back from the location my GPS just went out for like an hour because there was no service (laughs) but um I'm going to definitely print out instructions before I go to make sure that if my GPS does go out again, I'll at least have my 
printed out map quest. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Um, but yeah, last year I went on Valentine's Day, so I ordered myself a heart-shaped pizza. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and the guy like brought it up to my room and I was in this like giant suite. <laughs> Literally, it was like an extended stay hotel, and the suite was huge. It was like a walk-in, nice, huge, big walk-in shower. You walked down a hallway to get to the bedroom. There was like a mini fridge, a bar. I was like, what the hell? And it was like not even $100 a night to stay there. (laughs) Oh, that's suspicious. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't die. True. So, I'm staying at that place again, but not in that giant room. Oh, darn. And they've informed me that there's a Starbucks near that hotel now. (laughs) You can live out your basic white dreams. Nice. (laughs) I'm very excited. Get a pumpkin spice latte. You have to do the pumpkin spice cold brew. It's so good. I I don't like pumpkin spice. Oh, that's unfortunate. I, I prefer I prefer um white peppermint hot chocolate. Yeah, I like that too. You should try that's the um, white hot chocolate or the peppermint white hot chocolate, and then get um two shots of espresso in it, and it mm, is that so dis- good. That literally defeats the purpose of a hot chocolate. I guess. But it turns it basically into, like, a white hot chocolate latte. I don't want a white hot chocolate latte, otherwise I'd get a white hot chocolate latte. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I really want Wendy's. If you, like, order on DoorDash or something, you get spicy nuggets for free or something. Mm, We don't have DoorDash. Oh. JK, then. (laughs) We we have um, Uber Eats. Um, I forgot the other one. We don't use Uber in this family. Um, I don't use Uber Eats or Uber. Good. Uber is the devil. Unless it's cheaper than Lyft. Do you hear that, Uber? Don't at us ever for a deal because we won't accept you. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, but Lyft Uber. and Via at me. <laughs> the hell is via it's basically like lyft it's basically the same thing as lyft it's just another rideshare service do we need another one really well this one is actually much cheaper because it has you walk to a popular intersection corner for pickup so it's they're not like turning down any streets side streets well yeah that works for the city well yeah doesn't work for anywhere else that's why it's not in the suburbs. <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling sassy today. <laughs> I can tell. I'm just trying to I'm trying to move past that. <laughs> We're ignoring. <clears throat> Do you think we should get started? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got mama mama settled all up to me. Okay. And Rosie just knocked out on the floor. Yeah, you're so cute. You're so cute. 
I work at six in the morning tomorrow. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. So I'm going to start. If you want to, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So introducing this week's topic, you guessed <laughs> it, it's voodoo. So, um, voodoo from, I watched this video, and from what it sounded like, is voodoo is kind of like a branch, or it kind of has, like, ties in with Catholicism. It's, like, a lot of similar themes and, like, some branching from that. And it is, it originates from um, Haitian people, and then, obviously, like, it has roots in Louisiana as well. So... That being said, there's a lot of, um, what's the word? Like, what's the word? Like, like, miss. No, no, no. no. Well, yes, but. Misrepresentation. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people, they really misconstrue voodoo, voodoo, like, I don't know what to call it. It's just voodoo. Like, they misconstrue voodoo as evil, like, inherently evil and, like, as, like, bad Associating and stuff. voodoo with devil worship, torture, and cannibalism, which is more likely a misrepresentation portrayed by Hollywood. I guess. <laughs> That's in Anyways, my notes. <laughs> I know. I could tell. <laughs> Anyways, so so the person slash not deity, but like also not human, like kind of in intermediate between the two. Um, His name is Baron Samidi, and he is um, a loa that an aloha is a spirit um, from Haitian voodoo and aloha just basically is like an intermediate between um, a bondi which is a supreme creator which I guess is kind of like godlike so it's the intermediate between that and humanity and he is part of the family um, Gede which is um, a family of Loa that embodies power, the power of death and fertility. So basically, the myth is is that not only does he decide who gets taken, like, to the underworld, like, basically dying, but he also has the power to revive any human of any illness, like, if they're on their deathbed. Basically, if he doesn't want you in the underworld if he doesn't want to take you there if his like minions don't want to like help transport you to the underworld you won't die they don't want to deal with your bitch ass no like just like basically like if he if he thinks that you are better off like you will do more impact on in the world like he won't take you and like he'll heal you and you can stay in on earth and do what you're meant to do gotcha like basically like that like if he feels like if he feels like you're worthy enough to stay on Earth, then, like, he won't take you to the underworld. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of him. So, yeah. Very kind. So, that's, like, that's kind of what what it's like. So, so he's 
his personality, this is probably why you thought that um, he was uh, an actual human. But uh, so the thing about Loas is that they have like a very dynamic and individual personality. So like, I mean, they're basically like humans in the sense where they have their own culture, like they have their likes and their dislikes as humans do, like not really a deity where it's like, deities are kind of above all of that where they actually instead of preferring things they actually represent things which like he doesn't necessarily represent death and fertility but he like embodies the power of those things so he like has control over them instead of like say greek mythology where it's like they actually have like they're symbolic of it but they actually have ownership over the things and, like, that's their identity. So he he will take, like, in order to, like, summon him or ask him for a favor, he will sometimes, like, just ask for a cigar or, like, a glass of, what was it? I think it was um, ask for um, a glass of, like, rum or something, and he'll be satisfied. Hmm. So it's not like... It's not like you need to to sacrifice, like, a baby or, like, a human or a goat or something like that. Like, it's, okay, needy mama. Gee, is this dog hit? Day by day, she gets needier and needier. Like, she is not satisfied unless she is, like, laying in between my legs under the blanket. That's funny. Right. Oh, my God, she's laying on my ass. Is that comfy? All right, baby girl. That's you can lay right there. That's fine. Um, yeah. So he's known by by several other things too. And by the way, Samedi means Saturday. Um, yeah, I think hmm. it's French. I think it's French. Yeah, it seems like a lot of well, at least the couple people I talk about, a lot of them are like uh, French. Like, uh, Frenchmen mixed with, like, some type of African-American. I think perhaps maybe Haiti was colonized by French people or something. Not one, let me look it up. <laughs> Better to look it up than assume. <laughs> yeah, well, the only thing that would make sense is if they were colonized by French. Yep. They were. Cool. Yep. I was correct. All right, yeah. So a lot of a lot of there's a lot of French influence. So Mr. Barone had a wife, and her name was um, Maman Brigitte, like Bridget, but like mm-hmm. Brigitte. Um, yeah, she was pretty lewd herself. She was very into profanity. Um, she was, I mean, genuinely, like, there were, like, two peas in a pod, except she actually came from more Irish folklore, and the Irish folklore kind of, um, mixed with, um, I think they said the Irish mixed with African folklore, and thus was born, like, this Haitian voodoo kind of thing, or maybe it was just her, can't remember but yeah, so she yeah she was she had influence from other places. Yeah, she also drinks rum. Oh, rum infused with hot peppers. 
that sounds her, terrible. Her symbol is a black rooster. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Um. Oh, um, syncretized. That's what I was thinking of. Like, um. So it's kind of like. I don't know how to describe it. It's like combining different beliefs. Mm. But like, yeah. So they merged different mythologies and like religions and stuff. And all of this came to be. Yeah. So, yeah. So inspired. It was inspired by many Irish myths and legend. And she originates from Ireland. And she's the only white Loa. Mm. Where all of the other gods like, in voodoo, originated from Africa. hmm Yeah. So she is the goddess of death, and Baron Samedi is kind of, like, is referred to as the lord of dead. So it's kind of like voodoo Hades, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But there's definitely that makes some, sense. Some, some things that are misconstrued about voodoo. Definitely is kind of demonized a little bit for sure but he can like if he's feeling kind he can you know like help you out a little bit if he's feeling generous like he can be um he can kind of be like mean or kind of unfair but you know he can he has his moments so he's um He's usually depicted with a top hat, a black tuxedo, and dark glasses, and also sometimes with cotton plugs in his nostrils. So it's like basically supposed to resemble a corpse that was dressed and prepared for burial in the Haitian style. And he's usually depicted as like a skull. Mm -hmm. So he's... And it's kind of like, you know, Papa Lego in in Coven? Yes, sorry. <laughs> they actually, I actually looked it up because I looked Papa Legba up because I wanted to see if he was, like, very prominent. And actually, the Papa Legba that they have in American Horror Story is actually more um, similar to Baron Samedi <laughs> instead of, like, Papa Legba. So um, the appearance that they had him in is very similar to Papa Legba. And also um, the voodoo king guy in um, in The Princess and the Frog was also very reminiscent of yeah. Baron Samedi. Yeah, so yeah. those are some those are some, some different things. Um right. So like I said, some people like especially in the Western world, which you know, I, I don't think... Oh, did you hear that? No. Oh, Mama just did a huge sigh. She settled down in a position that she found very cleaving. Oh. And then she sighed. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like, I feel like most of the people that they're talking about, like, in the Western world is definitely... So, like, you know how in American Horror Story they had the roots of voodoo, like, with um, with Marie LeVoo and all that they had they had that in Louisiana yeah so that's actually like pretty accurate because they had like New Orleans and stuff like that that's um pretty much directly 
related to what I'm talking about right now with the Haitian stuff. It's it's like got carried from like Haiti to uh, Louisiana. Yeah. So other than that, I think pretty much everyone else in the Western world sees voodoo as like black magic, dark magic, where it's even depicted kind of like that in um, American Horror Story, but it's got like, it's got some positive connotations, but there's always a very hefty price. It's like life for this favor, which isn't necessarily how it actually is supposed to be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's thought to be provocative and seductive and um, generally pretty scary, and he's he's represented by phallic symbols. It is noted for um, disruption, obscenity, debauchery, and for having fondness for tobacco and rum, like I said. Interesting. So cigars and rum, and you got yourself a Baronza Mady. Sounds like a party. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> sounds like a party. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. So <clears throat> he's pretty much thought to just like chill in the invisible realm of the voodoo spirits, which is like, like I said, kind of like an in between, like an in between life and death. So in between human and like deity and stuff like that. Is something um, like are he you is notorious for Rachel? his argumentative and outrageous behavior and he swears a lot, such as his wife. <laughs> hey, um, are he you makes filthy Are you moving something on your side? It sounds like something's scraping. Um perhaps it was my hair. Oh, yeah, I think it was, because whatever you just moved is making a noise, like, very loud in the mic. Right now? Not right now. It stopped. About now? Yes. Okay, yeah, it was my hair. My bad. It's okay. Yeah. So, he is thought to personally dig people's graves, and he greets their soul after they've been buried, and leads them to the underworld, which is why I was saying, like, if he doesn't feel like doing it, or if he feels like you deserve to stay on Earth, then he won't dig your grave, and you won't be able to pass into the underworld. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, All of the people that help carry the dead to the underworld are as... As rude and, and obnoxious as he himself is. Hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, he can cure any mortal of any disease or wound if he thinks it's worthwhile to keep him there. And his powers are great and impressive when it comes to um, voodoo curses and black magic, I guess. Because since he has that tie to death, I guess, like, him more than other... Um, him more than other... <laughs> Um, Loas are probably more uh, have the have the um, capabilities of connecting people to the death of the typical like what you think typical voodoo curses are you know mm-hmm. so probably like because I know what I was reading is like uh, this Haitian voodoo is it's not evil like people think but maybe in the case of Baron um <laughs> Samedi. Maybe he's a little more evil than the average voodoo voodoo leo. Seems plausible. Or Loa, not Leo. Loa. 
Oh, yes. God, sometimes I swear I have, like, mild dyslexia. <laughs> I swear I do, too, to be honest, but... Oof. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, so a little bit more. Um, he ensures that all corpses rot in the ground, and he stops any soul that is... Um, being like brought back as a basically unintelligent zombie. Oh. Um, what he demands in return depends on his mood, and like sometimes he's happy with his followers just wearing like black, white, or purple. Um, and then he just asks for a small gift like the cigar, rum, black coffee, grilled peanuts, or bread. Hmm. But sometimes, sometimes Barone does not. He just needs a little more than that cigar or that rum. Maybe he just went to somebody who gave him 10 cigars and, like, a gallon of rum. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to need a voodoo ceremony from you guys this time. So he's like, sometimes he guys, I guess he picks and chooses, you know. Like, what do you mean? Like, he needs something more extravagant? Like, maybe more, like. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't specifically say what it means by a voodoo ceremony, but perhaps they mean like and not necessarily sacrifice, but just a little more than simple cigars and rum. Gotcha. you know a little maybe emotional sacrifice, maybe a little uh, like a like a set of voodoo ceremonies, maybe more people involved, like showing just a little more effort than just leaving some cigars and rum out for him. I gotcha. Hmm. Um, he's an alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked. <laughs> and he's got a party lifestyle. Again, shocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. He basically just lives life. He's very powerful. He just loves to live life lavishly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seems like a pretty nice life, not gonna lie. Right. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much all on him. He's he's got a very boisterous and kind of you know how do you say like he he's got a very particular way of living to put it nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not judging, but you know it'd be like that. Agreed. He's just making the most out of of his life. Really doing all of the things. Yeah. So there's not really any, like, I mean, since, depending on who you are, he's not real, you know? So, like, there's no, there's really no stories. Yeah, I gotcha. He's just, like, a being. Yeah. It sounds like he's, like, one of their gods, basically. Yeah, but like I said, he's, he's a loa, which is, like, it's a spirit. Of, like, the Haitian voodoo, which is an intermediate between the supreme creator, which is kind of, like, the god in humanity. So he's not quite there. He's, like, a step below, like, a Bondi. He's, like, like, a demigod. No. (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke, first of all. Calm down. Mm -hmm. So basically what this says is that the Bondi, they don't interfere with human affairs. So since he's, like, closer to humans, and he'll, I guess, he'll just help out the, help the humans out, you know. Gotcha. He's like, I mean, I guess I'll help these petty humans out. 
really doing everyone a solid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, I am glad that you went first this week because that kind of gives, I feel... Some background to yours. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, are you breathing heavily into your microphone? <laughs> I am not doing that. Okay, it sounded like it. <laughs> but anyway, so... All right, getting attacked left and right, that's fine. I know. Anyway, so I broke my case up. At first I was just going to do the story of Marie Laveau. What are you doing? <sighs> Yawning. Damn. You're moving so much, it's making so much noise. I'm literally laying on my bed. Well, I don't know what's happening, but it's making so much noise. <laughs> don't say good lord. What? Did you, you just say to me? heard me. I heard you under your breath over there in champagne. I'm sorry. Are you Miss Religion now? What? I can't say, <laughs> oh my good lord. No, I was saying, <laughs> don't say good lord. Like, you being a sassy Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't say under my breath. I literally was like, oh my good lord. Oh, I wasn't high on nothing. All right, all right. Don't all say right. lord. <laughs> yeah, it's you can play at that game. Okay, anyway. So I kind of broke mine up into... I did end up talking about three different people. And I also kind of got into a little bit of what Louisiana voodoo is. And then I will talk about, like, a few misconceptions and voodoo in pulp, oh my god, pop culture. Mm. Wait, is Louisiana Louisiana voodoo a little different than Haitian voodoo? um, It's kind of like the same thing. It's basically kind of all the same thing, but just a little bit different. Hold on, Juan is coming. For something. Oh, my plate. Thanks. You so sweet. <laughs> no, don't. Now tell him he needs to be your slave. He's doing a weird thing because we saw Joker like. La- Ew, don't put your fingers in my mouth after you put your fingers in your mouth, nasty boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the Joker. All my friends saw it already. It was really good. We saw it last night. So, what are you eating? You... Hey, let me do it. Let me do a mukbang really quick. Okay. <laughs> ASMR. Love that crunch. <laughs> I really don't. It's making me cringe. (laughs) Okay, continue. Okay. So, what is Louisiana voodoo? It's described as a set of spiritual beliefs and practices developed from the traditions of African... So, I think I spelled this word wrong. (laughs) But I couldn't remember what it is. I couldn't find the article that I used. That was my bad for not uh, putting the link down. But 
so Louisiana voodoo is described as a set of spiritual beliefs and practices developed from the traditions of African diaspora in Louisiana. It's also known as New Orleans voodoo or Mississippi Valley voodoo. And voodoo is practiced, or I'm sorry, voodoo 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 is a practice Afro-American religion developed in the West and Central African populations of the U.S. and Louisiana. Voodoo is also an oral tradition, which which means it does not have a holy text, prayer prayer book, or a set rule of ritual and beliefs. So it basically, Vo- like, was spread by mouth. Yes, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, one, one voodoo practicer will, like, take another voodoo practicer under their wings and tell them, like, the stories and teach them, like, the ways... Mm-hmm. Um, so voodoo practices such as the names of gods and traits can vary person to person um, as I said earlier voodoo has been associated with devil worship, torture and cannibalism which is a misrepresentation usually portrayed by Hollywood Rachel Nicole what are you doing in your microphone i'm not doing anything i'm literally holding it up so that nothing touches it what do you want from me (laughs) something is happening (laughs) is it in the way of your nose breath no i'm not breathing into it what the fuck okay anyway so next i'll tell you I did that just to fuck with you. If you were in the same room as me, I would literally be strangling you right now. Like how okay. Homer strangles Bart, Bart in The Simpsons. Hey, are you okay? Maybe it was Mama. She's kind of hacking right now. You oh. good? You good? Oh. Oh. Do you hear her? Rosie, yeah. Go away. Be nice to that poor animal. All she does is lick my face. Because she Girl. loves you. Mom, are you okay? Oh. <coughs> oh, please don't throw up. Oh, Rosie! You fucking dumbass. Here, Mama, let's, let's, let's. Here, come on, let's go out here. Here, come on, come on. Here, Mama, come here. You good? Sorry. Mama, you good? All right, well, she can be somebody else's problem now. All right. Excuse me. Sorry about that. All right. It's okay. All right. So now I'll talk a little bit about voodoo in pop culture. So. Okay, you do that. American Horror Story, let's go, Marie Laveau. Okay, well, yes. So, American Horror Story, Marie Laveau and um, Madame LaLaurie. Uh, Princess and the Frog, the Witch Doctor. Oh, wait, was Madame Madame LaLaurie or whatever, was that the um, person that... Kathy um, Bates. Kathy Bates played? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um... So then, remember the, uh, what's it called? 
I I don't want to say real life or I, okay the live action Scooby Doo movie where they go to Spooky Island. Yeah, okay. that guy. Yeah, so who did that, the voodoo stuff? Yep. So there was voodoo in that, and then this is another movie. So it's called Magic Island, and they in that movie they pl- practice black magic and showed a zombie apocalypse. Which was, I believe, the zombie apocalypse was produced by, like, the voodoo masters. Um, And then the Spice Girls had a song called Voodoo, and the lyrics were, Get up and use your voodoo, get your booty to the floor, you gotta line them up, left, right, don't stop, and leave them wanting more. And then the last pop culture reference of voodoo well this is this last one is hoodoo but it's david bowie and the song is called magic dance and the lyrics are you remind me of the babe what babe oh the babe with the, babe the, power. With the power what the power, power of voodoo hoodoo you do yep <laughs> oh i love the labyrinth <laughs> so yep those are like the just some of the pop culture references there were tons more but that's what I just decided to put in. So now I will talk a little bit about the some of the like more famous people who practiced voodoo that you may or may not have heard of. So the first guy I will talk about is Dr. John, who was otherwise known as Bayou John and Prince John. He was born in Senegal and was kidnapped before he bega- before he became a prominent voodoo king. He gained a reputation as being an excellent healer, and some even went as far to say he was able to resuscitate his patients on the verge of death. Hmm. Sounds like my good old friend Baron. Right. <laughs> or Baron? It's either Baron or Baron. I'm not sure which one it was. I'm, it's spelled like Baron, but you never know what type of like where the accent well, there's is. No, yeah, there's no accent. There's no accent on the O, so maybe it's just Baron and not Barone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, so this next dude, his name was Fred Statton. So Fred Statton was born in 1937, and his family moved to New Orleans when he was just a baby. Um, While his grandparents raised him, they told Fred that he had supernatural abilities. Fred Fred soon became known as Papa Midnight. He traveled to Haiti and many places in the U.S. to learn more about the religion, and his persona was called Chicken Man. Um, (laughs) As the Chicken Man, he performed in nightclubs where he expressed his connection with God and voodoo. His act included dancing, magic, and biting the heads off live chickens and drinking their blood. Oh, I've heard of that. That's yeah. fucking nasty. It's so twisted. That's just like how when Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off the bat and did all that shit with Oh my that. god. That's even worse because you can get rabies from a bat. Yep. Oh, so. ew. What the hell? Yeah. God, bitches be tweaking everywhere. <laughs> So, basically, a lot of other voodoo priests saw Fred as a showman and basically kind of like a fraud due to, like, his antics. So. 
<sighs> Sorry, I'm so tired. Am I boring you? No. Okay. All right. And then, so this is the last one that I have to talk about. Um, and I wish that there, I had more, but I just... They were kind of all, like, the the other ones that I saw, they kind of all were very similar, so I just chose to do these three. But the last woman I'm going to talk about is Marie Laveau. And Marie Laveau was one of the 15 voodoo queens, and she was born on September 10th of 1801 in the New Orleans French Quarter. On August 4th, 1819, Marie's mother, Marguerite, Marguerite, was a freed slave who was married to a free and wealthy businessman, Charlie Laveau. This meant Marie was the first born, the first freeborn in her family. Marie grew up and married. Oh, I should have looked up how to pronounce these names and I didn't. And I'm so sorry. Cause I'm going to butcher most of them. Uh, Jack, Jacques Paris, who was a French immigrant who fled from. Mexico. Jacques Paris. Well, it's J A C Q U S. Jack, Jack, Jacks. Jackie, Jackie, Patty. Sure. Jackie, Jackie. Um, he's not in the picture for very long, so I'm not. Not that I'm not worried about how to say his name, but he dies very early on, so we're we're just gonna continue on. <laughs> um, Jackie, who? <laughs> basically. Um, where... Oh, yeah. Okay. So he was a French immigrant who fled from the Black Haitian Revolution. And you can see their marriage certificate if you visit the St. Louis Cathedral in New Orleans. Um, a short year later, um, unfortunately, he did pass away. But I did see conflicting information because I saw in a different article that he passed away in 1824. Um, and per like this other fact he would have died in 1820 instead of 1824 so i'm not 100% sure which date is correct but i did want to just mention that i saw both of those um in the short time after her husband's passing laveau started calling herself the widow paris I'm sorry. I'm so tired. You I'm know, gonna I'm murder tired. you. <laughs> I know. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so she continued to use the nickname The Widow Paris even after she entered a domestic partnership with Christophe Dominique Dominique de Glapion. De Glapion. De Glapion? Yeah, that sounds a, right. <laughs> a very wealthy white Louisiana man um and because the couple was interracial they were not allowed to marry but they did live together until his death in 1855 so it's reported that marie and christophe i think it's christophe it's c-h-r-i-s-t-o-p-h-e christophe yeah we're gonna go with that um so it's said that they had 15 children together, but per birth and baptism records, they on- it shows that they only truly had seven. And a fun fact about Marie is that two of her children were also named Marie. <laughs> so <laughs> she named one of them Marie. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Marie something Eloise Laveau 
And the other one was named Marie Philomene Glapian. Wow. What are names? (laughs) Um, Okay. And so both of her children were actually voodoo. I don't know if they were voodoo queens or voodoo priestesses. Um, I didn't research the children at all. I just did Marie Laveau. Um, So Laveau was raised Catholic, but she did practice voodoo. In her home, she would lead meetings with blacks and whites, and the participants would often bring her gifts in hopes that she would complete a request that they left for her. She would also host personal meetings to give participant advice on attracting partners, and she would also give people advice on like winning an election or it like what they needed to do to win a lawsuit or blah, blah, blah. So Marie made her income by selling grease, grease, a type of amulet that's believed to protect the wearer from evil or bring the wearer good luck. She also sold charms, powders, claimed to cure illnesses granted customers biggest desires and destroyed their enemies. I think, I think, I think what you're saying is not pronounced grease, grease. I think it's gree, gree. Gree, gree. I don't think you pronounce, I don't pronounce, I don't think you pronounce the S because I think I know what you're talking about. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she also, it said that her tomb is haunted. So, Visitors will leave offerings at Marie's tomb, and it's said that her spirit can grant wishes. Some believe if you draw an X and place your hand over it, I'm sorry, draw an X on her tomb, place your hand over it, rub your foot three times against the bottom, throw some silver coins into the cup, and then she may grant your wish for doing all of that stuff. And then a final way... Visitors believe you can receive a wish from Marie Laveau is by leaving offerings, asking for Marie's help, turning around three times, then making a cross with a red brick on her headstone. What the hell? That seems way too complicated. (laughs) It seems like a lot of work to probably not have, like, anything come true. (laughs) But that was actually all that I had. Wow. I know. Girl. (gasps) Leave me alone. Never. All right. Well, I'll tell the good news story now. um, And then we can sign off and go to bed. (laughs) Okay. All right, so in February of 2019, Aerosmith's Steven Tyler celebrated a a monumentous occasion when he cut the scarf to Janie's house, a home for women and girls who have been abused or neglected. The famous musician donated half a million dollars from his charity Janie's Fund to help the center open its doors. With the 500,000 that Tyler donated, um, also just... So everyone knows um, Steven Tyler is 70, which I was just shocked to read. Um, yeah, he youth- acts very young. Right. <laughs> the Youth Villages organization was able to renovate a Memphis area home for the cause. Youth Villages is a national foundation that assists children and helps them cope with mental 
with mental, behavioral, and emotional problems. Steven said, this does my heart and my soul good. Um, and the James, the, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, the name Janie might sound familiar to you if you're an Aerosmith fan. The center got its name from Aerosmith's 18, 1989 hit Janie's Got a Gun, which is about a girl who turns to drugs after being abused by her father. Man. So I thought that was cool um, that he's doing that. Uh-huh. So, and it can house up to 14 girls at once. At once. Wow, that's that's pretty nice. Yeah. Wait, where I, is it? Where is it again? Uh, hold on. In the southern states. Yeah. Um, it is in Memphis, so Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. I see. You're the only 10 I see. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You know, it's Um, funny. I have a friend. I have a friend from New Zealand. And in New Zealand, they write the dates backwards. So instead of like October, what did they say? The 16th or 15th? Instead of saying like um, 10, 15, you say 15 out of 10. So for the first 10 days of October, she'd be like, she'd be like, Blah, 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 because you're a 1 out of 10. And then, like, she did it all the way up until 10 out of 10. And I was like... Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, special. Yeah. All right. Well, are you going to do the thing? Oh, yeah. Um... Let me try and think if there's a... We really struggled last week. (laughs) Yeah, I thought of something when I was, like, in the shower, and then I forgot immediately after. I was so mad. Um, Let's, wait, thanks for casting a spell to get spooky with us. Uh, It's not, like, witches, though. Yeah, but it's still voodoo spell. Okay. Um, Hope we didn't have to prick you with pins and needles to get you to listen to this song. I mean podcast. Oh my god. I'm literally falling asleep right now as we speak. Okay. Um, thanks for getting uh, French spooked with them. What's spooked? What's spooked in French? I don't know. Ask what's wait, Google. what's thank you? What's thank you in French? Merci. Oh, merci. merci? No, isn't that Isn't that sorry? Merci. I don't, I don't know. Merci beaucoup. I don't know. I thought I thought that was like thank you or something. Oh, wait, yeah. Thanks for getting. Oh, oh. I don't know. I know nothing. Thanks Jack's for getting snap. spooky with us. <laughs> you ruined it. Not to re-say it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do it. Thanks <laughs> for <laughs> getting <laughs> Spooky huh. stop. <laughs> stop. Oh, jeez. Okay, 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 okay. I'm done, I'm done.
Okay. Thanks for getting spooky with us. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>